Welcome everyone to episode nine of Explicitly Platonic. Um, this is Alicia, and I have a special guest today. Oh man, y'all didn't mess around and allow me to get the mic. What were y'all thinking about? Um, our guest today is my husband, Kyle Brooks. What's up, people? Um, unfortunately, Demetrius couldn't be here today because he um, hurt his back. So sad. So, so Calais is filling in today, you know, just so he can stay consistent, keep things guess. going, that's it, okay? I'm not taking that man job, I'm just a guest. Okay, all right. So, start off with, I mean, we're starting off with highs and lows. Um, I know you're not, I mean, I know you listen to the podcast, but you know, you may not be totally familiar with how we flow. Okay. Okay. So highs and lows. Do you want to start or do you need me to go first? Um, let's hear what you got. And I okay. Can go from there. All right. So my high for this these past two weeks um was actually yesterday. I was able to be present um for maternity pictures for really close friends of ours. Good job. Um and also at the same time I was being mentored by the photographer. Nice. Um, and then he also had like one of his mentees there too. Mm-hmm. who I actually got to shadow as well. So it was really cool to be part of that whole process. That sounds dope. That yes, sounds it was. Dope. And okay. I got to, like, you know, be part of the memories with friends that, you know, we've been friends forever. So how long have you been shadowing this photographer, your mentor? Well, this is actually the second shoot I've been on with him, but I was in on at the first shoot last month. I mean, it comes down to, you know, time and when um I can... You know, make it work with my schedule. You mean with hunters and not a... Don't talk about my child. All right, I'm sorry, but that boy... Anyway. Is... Okay. So, okay, so that's my high. Okay. My low for this week was... It happened earlier today. So, we were outside, me and the kids. This is while you were at the gym. We were outside, and I, um... They were blowing, um, bubbles, uh-huh. right? And so I kept taking a wand and, like, you know, flinging it back and forth, trying to get bubbles, you know, all over the place. But, yeah. of course, our children started fighting. Okay. Right? And all I know is that I looked up and I saw Phoenix doing the wand thing, but whack hunked her in the mouth. So I, <laughs> I thought I thought he hit him on purpose because, like, he, it, like, it said, like, like real hard. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what the fuck you hit him like that for? <laughs> okay. So I felt bad because okay. in that moment, I was like, he's only seven. Why the hell would I ask him? Why the fuck would you hit him like that for? <laughs> but it was just a reflex. And Listen, man, you know, like I know, these kids will push you to say some shit you're not supposed to be saying. <laughs> but on, on an everyday basis. I Jeez. felt bad. I felt horrible because I said the F-bomb. I dropped the F-bomb to our seven-year-old child and... Oh. I don't think he was emotionally ready for that. Oh, my I apologize, but I felt bad because it just, like, came out. Because, like, if you saw how hard that wand hit the boy in the mouth, like, I heard it. It's a plastic <laughs> wand. I heard it. <laughs> and, he, and you know what it is with him? It's, like, pent-up aggression and, and anger. So I, you I know swear to you. it was coming from somewhere. Regardless of whether that be an accident. He's digging deep at times. He's finding that. I know, energy and so and so he said he didn't do it on purpose. And of course, he she... he brought on the tears. But if you saw how it whacked him, and how if it was on if it was by mistake, he'd have been like, "Oh, sorry, Hunter, sorry, sorry." 
But like he whacked him and looked. And I was like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> he slapped him dead in the mouth. He said it was by mistake. He said he was just trying to wave the wand for this for the uh, bubbles, but like he's not a dumb kid. Right. Of course he knows better than that. And then when I kept saying, if you're lying, you're gonna be in trouble, and he started crying. I was like, if you're not lying, then why are you crying? He was like, I don't want to be in trouble. Well, then stop whacking your brother in the face with foreign objects. This is not WWE. There's no championship belt on the line. Stop it. So to our listeners out there, how do you handle it when your children do things unexpectedly? Mm. I, I have a problem. I dropped the drop the shit bomb or the fuck bomb. bomb when I get like I'm caught off guard. Um, I apologize, but that's what happens. Jeez, man. <laughs> that's okay. I didn't drop both probably at the same time. I just said something like fit or like shuck. I'm trying to mix curses so bad I didn't know what y'all was saying. <laughs> I'm always saying shit fuck at the same time. God damn it, shucking fucking <laughs> shit bag. <coughs> so don't feel don't feel bad. I I'm sure I've done it on a regular basis. I probably did it today. Don't even realize I did it. But you know, it is what it is, man. All right. So your highs and lows. What's your high for My the last two weeks? Highs. Well, you this is your first time, but anyway, your highs. Can I start with a uh a, a low? Sure. So my low is actually mixed in with my high, right? <coughs> mm-hmm. So, okay. So my high is, I'll start there. I have two highs. My high is that it's, you can't. What? I can't have two highs. I can't have more Do what than you want. High. You a guest? Go ahead. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead. So my high is for one is that it's fa- It was Father's Day last week. Hunter made me a tie, even though he wouldn't give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> The boy said, look, Dad, here's your tie. I said, cool, can I wear it? No, it took it and ran. And I have not seen that tie since. And I'm sure he got it somewhere waiting to pull it out. Like, hey, Dad, look, it's mine. <laughs> uh, so then a second high, also piggybacking off of kind of Father's Day. Phoenix had, you know, the, his little after-school talent show that we went to the other day, which was pretty dope. Kid did a dance performance with his little friends. You know, they did the whole... Why you call them little? Because they are. These little niggas ain't taller than four foot two. Good. So, they did their, their dance performance, you know, to to um, Michael Jackson's Smooth Criminal was one of their songs, right? So, here's where my low comes in. I got a little jealous, right? Got a little jealous. You the did? Little I did. I'm going to tell you why I got a little jealous. I got a little jealous. I started living vicariously through him. <laughs> so he was out, he was on stage, he was jumping around, he was performing, doing his thing, did the moonwalk, doing his thing. And at some point in time, I looked at him and was like, it used to be me up on that stage. <laughs> what? But now I'm about to be 36. My talent show days are over. You could be in a talent show. I ain't about to be in nobody talent show. We should do a talent show. My well, back halfway worked half the time. I wake up and I'm like, oh God, please, just let me get out of bed one more day. <laughs> I, I, so that's my low. My low was I got jealous of my seven year old. Why? I don't really know. You know what I'm saying? And I don't even know if it's so much as it a bad thing. It was more like just being a proud moment and him just kind of just realizing, like, you know, he's doing a lot of things that I used to do as a kid. So it was kind of a little bit of both, but I, I felt that little jealousy twitch in my shoulder. And I was like, Man, ain't this a bitch? And it wasn't against him. It was just more the fact of, like, age. I'm staring down that barrel of 40. 
and I still don't know how to accept it yet. I'm aging well, yes, but I be damned. Who said? Who said? Ooh, you got jokes. That's all right. That's all right. I get it. But I am. All right. So, thank you for your highs and your lows. You're very welcome. I don't think they were that racy, but okay. I, I mean, I, I guess because we share the same children. I mean, we do. Anyway, so. I would hope so. Really? Can, can I kick your ass? Really? See bass. Okay. Tell me what your monkey face. So, I think a cool thing to start um, asking guests as they come onto our show. Mm-hmm. Um, a question like asking you a favorite something. I am your first guest, right? Yes, you are the first <laughs> guest. Okay. Listen, all y'all who follow me, remember I was the first. Anyway, so in the staying in the realm of what is your favorite something, uh-huh. I'm going to ask you, who's your favorite child? Who's my favorite child? What the? Right now. Zach. My dog. <laughs> okay. If you want to know the truth. Zach is the only one who will walk around, come by you, rub against your leg, get his little head rubbed, go get something to eat, and he's going to mind his business. He come back, he'll play until you say stop. He'll stop and go about his business. Phoenix, I love that boy. But that boy mouth is going to get him... Macho Man Randy Savage elbow dropped off the top rope one day. Okay? It's just going to happen. I'm waiting for him to put on about 30 more pounds. I'm going to put some gloves on. I'm going to go to that boy body. I'm telling you right now. I am. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Okay, no one heard this. No one heard what? Like, oh, yeah. You can't talk about, like, gonna... I, I'm not, I didn't say I was going to beat my kids. I said we're going we gonna to put the gloves on. We, collectively, he'll have his... I'll have mine. It'll be a fair trade. Be a little smart match. Hunter. Hunter's a maniac. You know, I didn't tell you this. What? So, last week, right, I took them to see Godzilla. Mm Mm-hmm. First of all, have you thought about the content you're showing your children? I mean, you know. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Took them to see Godzilla and. So, I took them to see Godzilla. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know. Hunter was a little scared, a little jumpy, which surprised me because his favorite movie, as you know, is The Megalodon, which still baffles me. But Phoenix was on the edge of his seat watching it, right? So the movie comes to an end. They both have their scooters locked up. They both run for their scooters. So they're on their scooters. I'm walking behind them. They're bopping in and out of people. The next thing I know, both of them at the same time (laughs) rolled up on somebody. It was like, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold up. So I'm like, guys, they still going. They get to the bobbing in and out. They get to somebody else. Roar! I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm sitting there like trying to Are walk. Are people laughing? What are they doing? Well, they're, they're scaring the shit out of people first and foremost. <laughs> right? Now, yes, a couple people did laugh. But I mean, everybody's not going to laugh. They look down at these kids like, where are your parents at? Then they turn around and see me. My hands up, just shake. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I know. I know. I, I got two boys. I'm sorry. What do you want? Some people, I just after a while, I just stop apologizing. I just looked at them like, don't say nothing to me. Like, what do you want? These kids on these scooters, they growl at you. Rawr! Just be scared. Keep moving. Go about your day. Your heart got beat. Started beating a little faster. You'll be okay at the end of the day. 
So I say this to say my kids are maniacs collectively. I All can't right. I can't have a favorite one more than the other because they both are doing me equally. Okay, it's fair. All right. All right. Moving on to news. <clears throat> so, um, have you heard about this whole thing about vape pens exploding? Dude, I saw a post of that earlier today, and I meant to go back and look at it. So I'm about to quit vaping right now. So not really, but Austin Burton, a 17 year old, um, basically broke his had his jawbone broken by um a vape pen explosion. What? Um, and come to find out, like this is like one of like it's in the list of other stories of people like actually dying from this. So earlier this year, a Texas man died from a vape pen explosion in his car. Nah, man. Then last year, a Florida man died from the same um, from the same explosion. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the autopsy showed that he had a projectile wound. Oh no! To the head and oh, no. burns to eighty percent of his body from a vape pen oh, no. explosion. Um, of course, we know airlines ban them in your carry-ons. Um, and San Francisco is actually working is like in the process of actually banning it altogether because ultimately the issue is the batteries are overheating. Right. Okay, so you and I both vape on a regular basis. Yeah. And after reading or hearing about this, I'm just like, um, I don't know. I don't because yeah, like man. I, I like my, I like my face. Man, I like my teeth. <laughs> I need those things for you know a few more years. I, I like steak, and with no teeth, I cannot gum it to death. I'm not. Um. So to our listeners out there, have you guys heard this story and? Is it more so happening to... Okay, so when you hear it on the news, they're talking about e-cigarettes. But I feel like that's just like a political way of saying it. Um, a lot of us vape. Um, I know a lot of parents, a lot of, you know, we vape. Obviously, to keep it, you know, keep keep it... Funky. Not funky, but to keep it, I guess, culture. Keep it low keep key. It, yeah, low keep key. Keep it in discretion so that our kids don't walk around and say, Hey, I smell pine cones coming from <laughs> Those pine cones anyway, but like now it's making me nervous. So have you guys heard the story? One, two, does it change your view on vape pens, on like e-cigarettes? Because it's it's vape pens and e-cigarettes. I don't know, man. You know, I I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay, so next story is um Side note, you hear the um those those guys who attacked Julian Guzman and killed him in the Bronx, they got sentenced the other day. Who attacked who? Remember Junior Guzman, the little yes. boy in the Bronx? Those, yeah, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. They finally got convicted and been sentenced. To what? Um, Maximum sentence of life prison without parole. Good. They needed to. Hell yeah. Them little boys need they ass kicked every day. Every damn day. I could <clears throat> See, that's one thing I could never... I tell people this all the time, like, I go to jail for my family, but I am not built for prison. And somebody asked me the other day, well, what do you mean? I said, I'm not prepared to turn that mental state all the way around and become that person I would have to be to survive on a day-to-day basis in prison, locked behind bars, concrete gray walls fighting for survival. Modern-day gladiators. Especially nowadays when we have all these situations where... These wardens of these prisons or these COs are leading like fight clubs inside of their prisons. You know what I'm saying? Or you have these COs or whoever who are abusing prisons. 
I'm not, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not trying to keep Bubba off my back <laughs> seven so days a week. Stupid, I'm yo. not trying to have to put Bubba down. Yo. I'm, I'm telling you, my life sentence would have been a triple one because Bubba would have got it running up in my damn cell. You hear me? Okay. So, yeah. So, them little boys, they need to go to prison. Good luck to you, you know. Prayers to your family. Prayers to you. But no parole. And you boys ain't seeing no vaginas no time soon. <laughs> you don't You don't know if they rent that. You don't know if they prefer vaginas. You're assuming. Well, they going to be somebody's vagina <laughs> while they in prison, so. Um, okay. Get, you, get yourself together. So, um... I'm sure a lot of you have heard about everything that's happening to, to Dan right now. Um, to be honest, like I was hearing stuff about it. I knew there was a crisis going on, but didn't quite understand like what the cause of it was, the history behind it. Um, and I pulled an article from Refinery29. I love that website, by the way, because they kind of like, I feel like they give news like more in layman terms for us uh, slower people out there, slower processing people out there. But um mm-hmm. So, in essence, the crisis is a conflict between pro-democracy civilians and the country's security forces. Following months of pro-democracy protests against President Omar al-Bashir in April, he was ousted by the military, military and arrested after 30 years in power. In 2010, he was charged by the International Criminal Court of having led a genocide in Darfur in western Sudan. That genocide resulted in deaths numbering in the hundreds of thousands. So the president has a track record, of, track record of brutally suppressing dissent. Late last year, Sudanese civilians started protesting food shortages and rising prices, prices which turned into anti-government protests. So basically, that is what started the whole thing. So it's the military versus the people right now. Yeah. So and yeah. it seems like um. Well, in. basically, what I read, it's like um. They found over 40 bodies floating in the Nile. That's crazy. I've been hearing these random stories, you know, just off Mm -hmm. of the radio or people talking in passing or random posts, man. The shit that's going on out there, I can't even fathom that type of evil. Like, how do you wake up as a human being? Because I'm sure you've heard this story about, at this point in time, about the 10 men who raped that six-year-old over there in front of a group of men that they, like, hogtied. You didn't hear about that, man. Like, how as a human being can you? Wait, so, but the death toll now is reaching 118. That's crazy. And like, well, 118 plus. And it may be more than that. This is just what's being reported. So we really don't even know for sure, and we'll never know for sure, the death toll that comes over there. And it said that more than 70 women have been raped. That, that's one thing I despise, man. Rapists and and abusers of any sort of kind. So, um, yeah, that's what's happening right now. Um, it seems that the protesters have also brought the strike to an end on like this past Tuesday to allow talks to resume between the two sides. But nonetheless, like it started because they're hungry. That's it. People just want to feed themselves. You know? Like it's not it's not like a total like what's the word. Mutiny, it's like it's caused by like unjust, unfair practices, you know? And in some cases, that's how it normally starts. You have the people up there in power who want to stay in power, who want to keep the money where the money is and 
if you got the military backing, especially if it's a corrupt military, oh man, that fighting will never end. You're not just pushing the military out. How could? How can you? They have all the guns on their side. You got a bucket of rocks. No offense to anybody. So, so um, the last story I want to talk about because I kind of feel like it hits more home for us. Uh-oh. Uh, all that shit that's going down in DR right now, dude. Yeah. I'm just happy we made it back safely. Yo. So we went to DR from um, Punta Cana from May 28th through June 2nd, I think. Right. That Tuesday to Saturday. Whatever that day was. Whatever. But like we over here chilling. Hard body. Having a good ass time. Wasn't looking at my phone. The only way I told time was how, how many drinks I had in the pool and how hungry I was. And I knew it was time to go to bed at that point. So, but yeah, like, so, okay, so it's been upwards of nine deaths so far. And a lot of the autopsies are coming back with um, saying that these um, deaths were caused by heart attacks, septic shock, or pneumonia. However, there's also cases of Americans being assaulted at these resorts. Listen, bro. So... Um, the Prime Minister of Tourism is just like, we have nothing to hide. Like, we don't know what's going on with this, what's happening. But nonetheless, like, what's going on? So here's my here's my theory on it. Mm. And y'all can tell me if y'all believe me or not. Please and sure. I do want to find more supporting evidence. I'm going to search for it. But, I mean, like, the media controls what we find out, what we know about other countries, other things happening. Yeah, right? So the media can control, like, I mean, not for nothing. There's deaths happening everywhere, every day. All the time. Clearly, Sudan is being... But why are we honing in on Dominican Republic? Specifically? Or, like, just... Like, I understand stuff is, like, happening all of a sudden, but, like, why all of a sudden, like... You know what I'm trying to say? Like... Yeah, I, I understand, like, why did they pick DR, Dominican Republic, to be the focal point? I don't know, but you know me. I always... Aren't people dying in Mexico, too? We don't hear about Mexico Aren't now. It's Dominican dying. Republic. Listen, I know people dying down the street. Over in Brownsville, so I don't know. I'm sorry, I, I, I don't know. This, I don't know much about Brownsville. You know, I'm from I the Bronx. Oh God, here you go once again. Um, so, um, but it's just is what is that focus? I get it. Nine, is it where they're staying? Like, is it is the area we're staying in? I don't know. I don't we know. pay too much to stay the hotel we stay in and to get beat up. So listen. I've been training too long for you to just come to my room and beat me up while I'm on vacation. I tell you that one. You're going to get these hands handed to you. You come kicking in but my not, vacation Okay, okay. Door. But not just getting beat up. What about... While um, I'm drinking my damn... But, the, but there's been a Miami lot of reports... Vice. Okay, listen. There's, huh? been, there's been a lot of reports on a plane, like, coming back that people are saying, like, they've been sick. I wonder if, like, something's just up with the water, like, something... I don't know if people getting beat up. But, I mean, like... But, I mean, don't you get that... That talk with everybody that you know before you go somewhere that's been somewhere. Hey, man, you go over there, get a bottle of water. Don't drink the water. I don't care. Don't drink it. Get a bottle of water. So what made you, and I'm not saying this is what happened, and, and, you know, God forgive me if this is what happened to these people that got sick, but why y'all messing with that water, man? That water not for you? It's not for you. Okay. Please don't pay him any mind to our listeners, please, because he could be a little cold-blooded. But I be a little. I'm sorry. I don't mean no The harm. thing is, like, have what kind of stories have you guys heard? Because I've, like, heard circles of people saying, like, they have friends also that have come back feeling sick. Like, do you think it may be in the water? 
do you think it could be just the media just kind of uh, pivoting towards the Dominican Republic for a reason? Because it just seems like the, the media will pivot on something. We all pay attention and it takes our mind off of something else. It happens repeatedly. And that's just my theory. I've been able to prove it, but I do believe it. Let me know if you think the same thing. Um, okay. I want a DR to die. That's crazy. Anyway. So... As my guest, uh-huh. that means I get to interview interview you and it's ask you questions. It's an interview? Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So, um, with Father's Day being um, more like the most recent holiday that's passed. Happy Father's Day to all the true dads out there. Keep going. I'm sorry. Don't say true dads. You can say dads because some men may just not know how to be the dad the right way. Give them some, you know. Something. Give them what a cookie and a participation trophy. <clears throat> anyway, carry on. I'm sorry. So, what what is it you're asking me? I apologize. As a guest, I shouldn't be jumping out there like that. I'm sorry. I was gonna ask you. Uh huh. I'm listening. What does it feel like to be seven years into fatherhood? Like, what are the pros? First, let's talk about what are the pros of being a dad? So, first of all, <clears throat> regardless of whatever it is I might have said earlier about my kids, <clears throat> man, being a dad is dope. Point blank, period, hands down. <clears throat> Best gift I could have ever been given, blessed with, you know, able to do. I will always be grateful and thankful to you, to God, and, you know, I'm not sure who else I think, but at the same time, I'm I'm truly grateful to have been put in a position to where I can be a father to not only one boy but two. Um they're both night and day in regards to their attitude, their energy, their conversations, everything under the sun. But to watch them grow and to learn in their own separate ways, both individually and together as brothers, you know, and as a family unit, it's just fun for me, man. I used to, uh, you know, we used to run around, me and you, go on dates here and there and do this here and there. Uh, you know, we spent our coin when we when we felt like it. But now I feel like when I'm, I don't really want or need for much for myself. You know, working actually gives me a purpose. Well, I have a purpose now, I should say, from for working whenever it is I wake up and know that these two monsters need to eat. And they're eating more than they were before. But for me, it's fun. See what it is they need, what it is they want, what they'd like to do. And, you know, watching them run around, just scoop down the street and growl at people or roar at people. It's just fun for me to do. You know, I grew up without a dad. So having those types of moments were not a part of my life in a lot of ways. If they were, they came at the, the hands of a mentor or... I mean, I have one uncle. He's a little batshit crazy. But, you know, extended, quote-unquote, family members. And even then, that representation was still very, very little. So to be able to kind of do it and learn on the fly, to me, is just it's fucking fun. Do you think for you to be someone who didn't have a father mm-hmm. present, but right. you are present, you're very present for your children... Do you think your life would have been different if you would have had a father figure? If you, if you, had, if you would have had your father around? I mean, I don't know. 
I would have to say yeah because just different different ideas maybe you know <clears throat> a different perspective offered in life uh and I guess what I mean by that to elaborate is I was raised by my mom single mother you know had a couple, had three other aunts you know a bunch of female cousins I had uh, one male cousin, well, at the time, for what I thought, I had one male cousin who was super close to me, um, a year older than me, um, like a brother to me, still is. But it was, those were like the only real male engagements I had. You know, other than that, everything was kind of female-driven, a lot of things that was done. My mother was into sports, so therefore I was into sports, so that that worked out in my favor. I got male perspective again from afar. Nothing really out in the household to kind of tell me what was right from wrong when learning how to stand up and fight back against things. You know, you you um just that competitive edge was there, but it wasn't fully represented as yeah, I don't think it was fully represented. You know, I feel like <clears throat> when you have that extra uh, testosterone coming at you from some some angle, it just gives you more of a reason to kind of walk and stand tall when you have a father in the house, especially growing up as a boy, because you look up to your father. You know, you want to challenge him for quote unquote supremacy, and and that in itself, you get you get to learn from your kids just as much as they get to learn from you. Okay. Um, so those are the pros of being a dad. Those Wh- are the pros. What do you feel like the cons of fatherhood are? The cons of fatherhood. And totally, like, no judgment. Like, you totally honest. I think the cons of fatherhood is always you beg the question of, am I being a good dad? You know, because you find yourself at work most of the day, you know, you come home, you're tired, your kids want to play, but you're a little exhausted and beat down from the day. So yes, there are times you play, but then there's some times you just really just want to be left alone. So you kind of tell them no with no real reason to tell them no outside of the fact that you're tired. And then you come back later on like, damn, I really should have just played with them for the day. That might have been a moment missed. Um, And you regret that. You feel some type of way. Um, you always have this notion, am I teaching them the right things? Am I telling them the right things? How do I go about telling them the right things? You know what I'm saying? Making sure your kids learn how to stand up for themselves, defend themselves. It's not a negative, but it's always a worry that what can happen, especially being a black father with two young black boys, one Phoenix when he was younger, you know, like I do, he used to, every time he saw a police officer, he'd go up there running, Mr. Policeman, Mr. Policeman. And I used to always have to wonder, like, all right, well, when is that conversation that I'm going to have to have with him to let him know, like, I know you it, you like police officers, but understand not every one of them is going to be your friend. So <clears throat> that can be a negative aspect to, to a degree. It's just always having to worry about, are you being that great dad but as long as you're doing the right thing and and 
giving that positive energy, you know, talking to your kids, being your kids and giving them the time, you can't never really go wrong. You only really start to go wrong is when you just don't do it because you don't want to do it. Okay. Other than that, <laughs> certified non-beat dad over here. Um. Okay, so another question. How has your idea of what it means to be a man changed over the span of your life? In you know, in regards to all aspects, including parenting. How has say it one more time so I make sure I answer this correctly. Okay, so ten years ago, uh huh, you thought like when I grow up, when when I grow up, I want to be this. I'm gonna be doing this. I'm gonna be doing that. This is how it's gonna be defined as me being a man because I did these things. Mm-hmm. Versus like, what do you think now about what that like? What is the idea? How has the idea of being a man changed over the span of your life? Like, what does it mean to be a man to you now versus before? Uh, you know, when you you're younger, you didn't really give two shits about much. You kind of ran around. You know, only thing you cared about was your cell phone bill and where it was you was going to have your next drink on the weekends, right? So, your worries and concerns were few far and in between. Um, I think what kind of helped started to get me to really understand, I guess, my responsibilities as such. Uh, for one, I think it started when my mother got sick and she passed away. God rest her soul. Um, two, uh, when we got married and and of course had Phoenix and then turned Hunter, I think all those we things, had Phoenix before them. Well, you know what I'm talking about. I'm just trying to say, nah, that. dude, don't step on my toe. You know what I'm trying to say. We're in the sense of it's like it gives you a drive, it gives you a purpose, it gives you the reason to say like, okay, I have people who are looking up to me to understand and be molded to what not only are kids supposed to do, but as they grow older, their representation of what a man is supposed to do, you know? Supposed to be able to be a protector and a provider and a teacher, essentially, you know? Um, You have to, or I have to, adapt and assume all these roles. I have to be a mentor. I have to be a father. I have to be a friend. I have to be a teacher i have to be a protector and a provider so you you evolve and be and realize you have to take on more hats and more roles just simply because you now have people who look to you for protection for you to bring the bacon and put it on the table for lack of a better you know saying so i i mean i know i'm interviewing you but i always have this question like Mm -hmm. with you I hear you saying you have to be all these things. I hear it. But, like, I still... I still don't hear you talking about yourself. Mm-hmm. What do you have to be for yourself? You keep saying what you have to be to, like, to your family, which is great. But what about yourself? Like, you can't forget about yourself. I'm not saying you, don't for, I'm not saying you totally forgot about yourself, but I don't hear it. I always hear you talk about us. I always talk about... I always hear you talk about the kids. But my thing is, like, what about yourself? Because that's important. Like, you can't be nothing for us if you can't be anything for yourself. Yeah, and you're right. And you lose yourself partly, and it all, especially when you have family, you know, because you 
adapt to, again, things that they need, things that they want, things that they may need, you know, so your thoughts go from being, and I wouldn't say selfish thoughts, that's the wrong term to use, but you, you go from having self thoughts to selfless thoughts. And in that sense, you kind of just always want to make sure everything is correct for you guys. And honestly, yes, you, you, I mean, you stop thinking about yourself, but that's not cool though. It's not. And I'm learning. And I keep trying to check you on that because I mean, I'm going for my dreams and I appreciate the sacrifice you make for it. But at the same time, like, and I know you do stuff for you, but like I could make sacrifices too. I mean, yeah, but it's kind of giving you the room to breathe so that when it, I guess when it's my turn to kind of be able to go through, I would have the same type of support. You know what I'm saying? I, I think subconsciously I'm I'm on that. But you don't know when I'm going to, I mean, sorry to cut you off, but you don't know when I'm going to get to that. So how long are you going to hold out for? Listen, you're making a great point. You're making a valid point. I know, and I, and but I'm, this is like this yeah. is now. This is my public plea, my public plea for you to think about yourself. I am, I am, confidently, I am, confidently, I I can say I am. But now everyone listening can hold you fucking accountable. That's fine. Yay. That's fine. Y'all can all come. Matter of fact, y'all want to hold me accountable. What y'all can do is go ahead. Y'all can book a massage session with me. <laughs> Shameless so plug. So, so, hey, listen, I'm just trying to say this. So that I can go ahead and continue to build on my dreams and build in the practice that it is I'm looking to build and to achieve all the things that I want to achieve in this massage therapy game. So if y'all really want to support me, <laughs> go ahead. I know a lot of y'all have my number, you know, have my email. I'm not. totally fine with my husband touching on women. Yeah. I can really give two shits. That's another thing, too. Listen, listen, let me explain something to y'all while y'all have your attention, right? I know y'all are walking around there, your neck's hurting, shoulders ripped apart, lower back screaming for bloody murder. Okay? I understand y'all are friends of Alicia, my wife. I get it. That's fine. But I am not looking at y'all, and I am not touching y'all with the whole idea that it's going to be something that, something else. Y'all need to stop watching that HBO After Dark shit. That stuff does not happen in Black real life. Black men don't cheat. Right. Right, you heard Charlemagne. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to them. But at the same time, that don't happen in real life. You can go ahead and you can tell me what's troubling you so I can go ahead and fix it because not for nothing, I'm dope. Point blank period. If you haven't had work done by me yet, I'm fucking dope. Yo, one time, I like had to burp. And I was like, can you help me get this burp out? Like, it was hurting my chest. Like, I couldn't breathe. I was feeling sick. Yo, he did some shit. I was burping all night long. Like, everything came out. No, it was coming out. And I was farting at the same time. I was burping and farting at the same time. Whatever like he did. Yo, whatever he did, yo, all the gas just came, like, coming. It just came out. And, like, I couldn't control it. Listen, you can, you can ask anybody who was ever had work done by me and I'm not to toot my own horn but motherfucker toot toot. You know what I'm saying? Okay. All right. I'm just saying. This is why you can't get I'm just this saying. why you can't get a mic. You gave you me just... the but you gave me the mic. Anyway. You said talk to the mic. All right. Mic check so, one two one two. If you could offer any type of dad advice to our listeners out there. Oh boy. What would it be? 
Listen. Okay, Listen, that, I'm, that's I'm, causing I'm, feedback. I'm sorry. I had to close <laughs> my laptop for a second. I had to get focused. <laughs> Listen, man. Being a dad is not a hard thing to do, ultimately. Right? Yes, you have your ups and downs. You have your learning curves. You know, you're going to ruffle some feathers on the way through. You know, it is okay. If you don't know shit, you learn shit on the fly. It is okay. But that whole pretending shit, listen, if I hear one more, uh, with, uh, if I hear one more motherfucker say their claim to fame is buying their kids some shoes, yo, I'm not going to say I'm going to hit you, but I might spread the fingers of my hand and Okay. Bring down the hand you're, of you're, God you're, across your face. See, this is the thing. See, this is what I'm trying to tell y'all. He's crazy because yeah, he, he's always threatening somebody. Was I didn't threaten nobody. I, I said advice. I didn't say threats. Okay, I'm sorry. You're right. I did get a little far off topic. Just be yourself with your kids, man. Be yourself with your family, honestly speaking. Just play with your kids. Know what they're into. You know, be a part of their life. Take yourself to a Paw Patrol live on Broadway show. You know, even if you start to day, doze off, drink some coffee and, and, and pretend to laugh. Kelly sleep you know, everywhere. I, go that's all right, kids. but I'm there. I'll, listen, I'm there though. I'm there. You can't never say I'm not that. I'm there. <laughs> I'm always there. Okay, always there. I don't care what it is. But just, just have fun with your kids, man. There's no need to pretend. There's no need to you and you know, your baby's mother isn't getting along, so now you and your kid don't have a relationship, you know? And this is no shots out, no shots fired at anybody, so please don't nobody take this personal. But make your relationship with your kid work, no matter what. You have to figure that out. You have to. The last thing you want is for your kid to resent you or to be like, yeah, my dad is over there. You know, like, they really don't care. And there's so much time that we have in this world. Time runs by faster than we know it. So why even spend so much time focused on the negative when you can focus on the positive? You know how many muscles in your face it takes to frown? Way more than it does to take and make a smile across your face. So please, make these kids happy and in turn, make yourself happy and make your soul happy. Boom. Mic drop. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Brooks. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Okay, so now with guests, I like to, I, well, I, this is my first time doing it, but I would like to finish with like a question that like, you know, I guess like let's both me, well, not in your case, but both let's both the host and the audience like get to know you a little bit okay. and how you think. All right. <laughs> if you could have dinner oh my God. with three famous people, oh Jesus, dead or alive, dead or alive, who would they be and give a short reason why? Oh man. Three. That's an interesting conversation. Yeah, but like it makes people think. So that's an interesting conversation. Come on, come on. Real quick. You I, can't say think about it. I would it. say for one, I would have to have dinner with Biggie, which is one good time. To talk about what? Um, well, I I grew it, up it can't be you can't give me a it it can't be long, it can't be drawn out. Just like give me a reason why, real quick. Um because we're we were literally neighbors, you know what I'm saying, and I would just want to know like just how cool he was 
like on a one-on-one sit-down. I would really want to know, like, hear him spit some shit. Two, okay. Snoop. I would love to. <laughs> I would just want to smoke with Snoop. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm a fucking hang, but I'm going to try my hardest. God damn it. Snoop, if you listening. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can pass that Dutchie by the way. I'm cool Okay, okay. I'm cool All right, okay. Um, <laughs> three. Um, wow. I don't know. I don't know. You know who I think would be a cool conversation to have? I would talk to Robert De Niro. Yeah, I would talk because I just love Italian people. You know what I'm saying? So I would talk to Robert De Niro and just it just let him, you know, put me in that family circle shit because that was the funniest thing in the world. But I I would like to talk to Robert De Niro about what I have no idea. But I love all his movies. Mm-hmm. I think he's a dope ass actor, you know. And I'm sure people, why didn't you say Denzel? Because I mean, you know, he's Denzel. I whatever. I'd have a conversation with him too. Matter of fact, bring them both to the table. We can both have a conversation. Okay, you okay? I said three. I go, Listen, you can say three in the possible. Okay, all right. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. I really appreciated this. You're very welcome. Um, we must do this again sometime. I'm here. I'm around. You know, I don't go far. All right. You know where I live. All right. Um, so that brings me to the word of the day. Okay. Um, my word of the day is basically to stay focused on your dreams. Mm-hmm. And there's a phrase that I, um, what's about focusing on your dreams. And there's a phrase that I had written down that I um, am like running with. And I'm like, it's all about dreams and just staying focused on that. I gotta pull it up. Sorry, y'all. I wasn't. Oh, I wasn't man, prepared. I wasn't prepared. That's not right. I'll just drop a quick freestyle. Oh, Jesus. Real quick. You know what I'm saying? I might as well dig in my bag while she going up here. Listen, what you looking for? I got it. But okay. Never mind. Sorry. Go ahead. No, nah, I ain't really. I was. I'm just fucking around. Okay. So um. Anyway, go ahead. The quote is: "You have got to be relent- relentless in your pursuit and flexible in your methods." So, if you have something that you are focused on, you have to stay focused on it no matter what is going on around you, no matter what is happening. You have to stay focused on it. As long as your heart and your mind is in the right place, you will reach new heights. Mm-hmm. The thing is, in most cases, the way you think that it's supposed to be done or the right way to be done, it has to be done, is probably not the way it's going to happen. Right. So you have to be willing to try, try, try again to make it work. And I think about that when you talk about, you know, being a dad. Like, if what you want to do is be a positive role model for your child, if you would, like, you know, be that person they look up to, you give them, you make them happy, you have to keep that at your focus no matter what's going on around you. Right. I do. Not just for dads. Moms, too. Parents in general. Whatever. Like, goals, what it just covers all aspects. I just want to make sure it touches on the whole dad thing, but you just have to stay focused on your goals. Like that's matter. But be willing to try to get to it different ways. Mm-hmm. Be open minded to the process. And on that note, thank you guys. Episode nine, this is dope. explicitly platonic. Um, our IG handle is at explicitly underscore platonic. Um, that's explicitly minus the e. Our email is hello at explicitly minus the e platonic dot com. Um, again, this is Alicia um, with special guest K 
Calais. Shout out to Demetrius, man. Yes. This is a lot of fun, dude. I see why you do this. This is fun. <laughs> okay. I talk shit all damn day. Talk to you guys soon. Later.